We are live, Marcel. Yeah. Monday, February 14th, the Valentine's Day edition of the MMA Ove Daily Podcast. I'm here. I'm Adam Martins, my co-host, my my Mr. Valentine on today. <laughs> Mr. Marcel. Marcel, I'm the last thing you'll see before you go to sleep probably tonight. So I'm your Valentine this year, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's everything going, man? Everything is good, man. I mean, yeah, all good. Had a good weekend. How about you, man? I mean, your Valentine's Day with with, with your with your fiance, with your daughter. Yeah. Oh, well, it was good. So I, I I'm working today, right? So you know, I work from home though. So she came over, and you know, Marcel, it's it's tough when you have a kid. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And uh, so we were like, what are we gonna do tonight? Should we go for dinner? We just decided to stay in and have a, a nice lunch at home. So that's what we did today. I had, got a nice uh, takeout lunch, um, dessert, split, and the, the kid was there with us. It, it does make it harder, guys, when you have a kid. Like you know. Um, but you know, at the same time, I mean, you, you got to celebrate Valentine's Day at some point. You know, it's it's your it's your family, right, Marcel? And the, and the girls love it, as you know, Marcel. So, yeah. anyways, things are good. Um, but I'm here now with you guys, and I'm looking forward to talking about UFC 271 with everyone. I mean, there's a lot to talk about, guys. Like it's it's a really good card with a lot of uh, talking points coming out of it. So I'm really looking forward to talking about uh, the card with you guys. We got Glenn here. Much love to you, my, well, my man. Got Alex. Happy Valentine's Day, you guys. <laughs> I know Alex has got lucky late. I'm not sure about Glenn, but anyways. Um, so let's get into the card, Marcel. I mean, why wait? Let's get into the card. So pretty, I mean, honestly, Marcel, other than the one pick, which we'll talk about, which wasn't a good pick by me, but other than that, I mean, it was a good night for me, Marcel. Like, mm-hmm. I had a lot of really good predictions, and, like, not just I picked the guy right, but also the way they won, you know, Marcel? And that's that's the second step in this, right? Like, picking the winners hard enough, but when you get that second step of how they win – that's when you know you broke down the fight decently. So I'm not here to like pat myself on the back, but you know I'm the first guy to criticize myself when I when I have a bad night. Like when, for instance, that first card where um, Catter beat Chikadze. I mean that wasn't a good night for me. You know what I mean? But Saturday was a good night for me, Marcel. So I'm happy about it. And the hard work pays off. You know you got to you do the research, you watch the sport, and it, and it pays off eventually. You know uh, with the wallet. So let's get into the card. We we'll start with the main event. Uh, Adesanya defeats Robert Whitaker via decision. So we got a lot to talk about here. First off. Um, you know, I was, like I said last week, I was going back and forth on on decision knockout, but ultimately it went decision because I figured Robert could make those adjustments for himself from the first to the second fight. So my thoughts on this fight were it was a very competitive fight, super competitive. I think Michael Bisping is a great commentator. I think his commentator was extremely one-sided in this fight. And I think if you're like a new fan and you don't really know how the sport scored, you might think that Israel won 50-45, but... It felt the same way when he fought Jan Blachowicz. Like they always they ignored everything Jan did. You know what I mean? In this fight, I think Whitaker a lot. What he was doing was being ignored. I'm not sure if I scored the fight for Whitaker, guys. Like I, I think I had the first three rounds for Adesanya, the last two for Whitaker. But there is that argument that second round could go to Whitaker. So I don't think it's like the worst scorecard ever to say 48-47 Whitaker. I think it was either way, personally. But like 50-45, guys, no, like not in that fight. It was really close. All the rounds were close besides the first, which obviously Adesanya won. For me, I think 48-47 either way is a good card, Marcel. Um, you know, the two judges that had it that way had the exact same I had. I think it was the first three for Adesanya, the last two for Whitaker. That's what I had too. Mike Beltran's scorecard was shit. I'm just going to say it right now. Both his scorecards were complete garbage on this card. Like, I don't understand why in Texas they have to ref and judge. Like, that mm-hmm. seems really stupid to me because aren't we, like, at the point in the sport now, Marcel, in 2022 where – Someone does one job, one does the other. Like, it seemed hard to, like, ref a fight and then judge the next fight. His Both his scorecards were terrible. Uh, 49-46 is not on itself a bad scorecard, but the thing is, he gave no credit at all to Whitaker for those last four rounds. Like, you have to give him at least one round, if not two. You know what I mean, so? And the one round he gave him was in the round number two. So he didn't give him the fourth round where he had Adesanya in the backpack, or the fifth where, obviously, he won that last round. I didn't like that scorecard. Also, the Ronnie Lawrence fight where there was five knockdowns, he didn't even give a 10-8 round. So that makes no sense to me. That guy needs to be retrained as a judge. Great ref. I'm just saying, guys, like, call it like it is. I'm not going to sit here every week and say Mike Beltran is the best ref and then not say he's not a great judge because, to me, those two are very questionable scorecards. Not the final score, but the way he got there. And, again, in a fight with five knockdowns, he's got to have a 10-8 round somewhere, somewhere in that fight. Anyways, I, I like I said, I'm, I'm fine with Adesanya winning, but I just feel like Marcel – I feel like he's kind of getting overrated, Marcel. Like, he's the number two pound-for-pound guy. He's looking human to me. I don't know. Like, he lost to Blahovitz last year. Everyone completely gives him a pass on that fight. We completely give him a pass on losing two fights ago. I don't know why. Like, I don't get it, really. Like, I feel like Adesanya is above criticism for some reason. The moment you start criticizing this guy, it's like, no, he's amazing. Why are you criticizing him? It's really weird, Marcel. I don't know if you've ever seen that. But, like, everything I said that was somewhat critical was just ripped apart by his fans. 
And I get it, guys. Like, he's a great fighter. He, he really is one of the best fighters in the world now and, and probably will ever be. But I think there are better guys right now, pound for pound. That's my honest opinion. I think Usman's obviously the best guy right now. But I think I got a Peter Yawn. Francis Ngannou, probably. You know what I mean? Like uh, Charles de Oliveira. I think those guys, uh, Volkanovski too. I think those guys right now are pound for pound doing more. And they're finishing guys more and more impressive in my opinion. So don't get me wrong. I love Adesanya, but he lost two fights ago. People forget that. And he just edged by Whitaker. He edged by Romero. It's not like, you know, I was talking to my fiance. She's like, she's a fan. She watches every weekend, but she's more of like a, not a hardcore fan like us for ourselves. She's like a casual fan. She likes Adesanya, but she said to me the other day, What's 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 wrong with him? The last time he looked really good was against Paul Costa, and I'm like, you know what? You're actually right. And it was like two years ago when he looked really, really, truly good, Marcel. So I'm not sure about you, but I'm I'm kind of disappointed with the way the guy's been fighting lately. Like I don't know, like he's good. Don't get me wrong, guys, but he barely won this fight. He barely won. He's lucky he won this fight. It was a good fight, but he's lucky he won. Give me your thoughts on the fight and just out of sorry, because honestly, man, I feel like people just love this dude so much that just they they exempt him from any faults he has, you know. Adesanya is too busy with with those kind of stuff the whole damn time, you know? Uh, with looking flashy, with looking cool inside the octagon. And his fans love that for some reason, you know? And uh, I'm not really from uh, from the antics and that kind of stuff. I think he did a great job in the first round where he knocked down Whitaker and he clearly won that round. But it's literally the only clear round he won in that fight, you know? Yep. Whitaker won the fifth round clearly in my opinion you know two three or four were up for the grabs i had the second second round 50 50 third round adesanya fourth round whitaker so two two i think 48 47 for whitaker was possible 48 47 for adesanya was possible 49 46 was also possible you know if you only give whitaker the fifth round you know yeah. so um the thing is that many people are swayed by the way, and it is a very smart uh, thing, how Adesanya acts inside the octagon. He acts like he's in total charge. He is uh, he is above the other fighters. That's how he acts, you know? And it's a very smart move because because of the flashy style he has and the, and the good stand-up, the kicks, and he can... And also, we got to give him praise for getting taken down and standing up, you know? Yeah. Uh, because of... Basically, because of the stand-up and the flashiness, what he shows... He can sway people into thinking that he's dominating a fight while he's not dominating a fight, you know, while he's in a competitive fight. And that's a smart thing, what he does, yeah. you know. And Bisping completely swayed in that way for Adesanya, you know. Um, it was really I just annoying. Think if you're to... like a UFC like refer commentator, I should say, like you have to see all those punches while the yeah. was landing. Like he landed so many punches with complete ignored the by the is... commentating team. Go ahead. The thing is, what really bothers me is that they're going to give their scorecards during the broadcast, and they do it all the time. Anik is probably the only one who didn't do it. And the thing is, in my opinion, can we go back to the Mike Goldberg, Joe Rogan time when they actually commentary, gave commentary about the fight, and they had Eddie Bravo after each I round. I loved Eddie Bravo yeah. before the fights back in the day. I thought it was great. Perfect. They need to have that again. They do yeah. that. Yeah. That's perfect. Ask it Trevor Whitman if you want. Ask it Dean Thomas, you know. I'll but, do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ask it Adam Martin, you know. But ask somebody. But don't let these guys. And, and Cormier always acts like he's at a barbecue or somewhere in a, yeah. in a cafe and he's talking. I mean, it's it's a job, you know. It's it's yeah. like uh, Adam is, is journalist. I'm trying to do my journalist job. On a serious note, you know, and commentary is also a job. It's not just a side gig where, where yeah. you can be like, you got to be professional, you know. And Bisping wasn't professional last uh, on, on Saturday during that main event, in my opinion, you know. And Cormier has more of those kind of uh, examples, you know. But the thing is, you can't be biased in something. And then Bisping goes after the fight, goes on Twitter saying like this, this, and that. And I didn't say, dude, you say pretty much he was. The whole fight. Front, the yeah. Minutes, I'm, I'm just scratching. Sometimes I watch the fight, right? And I'm like, the commentary is just not, it's not what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? And that will happen because you're not always going to see what everyone else is seeing in this sport. You know what I mean, Marcel? But it was so different than what was going on, on the screen that I had to like say something about it. You know what I mean? Do, do you remember when they uh, uh, when they praised Adesanya against Blahovic and then in the footage of the pre-fight for Blahovic against Teixeira, they put on the Joe Rogan clip in the promo for Blahovic while he actually was saying it about Adesanya to make <laughs> Blahovic. It's like so stupid, you know. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, if you if you're not one hundred percent. 
invested in what's going on. And I don't like to criticize fighters, you know, but you got to apply the rules when you're scoring a fight, you know, and not what you think. It's cool. I agree. Let me me get these comments and then I want to go through the stats with you guys. Again, I do think Adesanya won 48-47, but I just want to go through the stats just because it's it's going to show you how close this fight really is, okay? And again, we don't get the stats till after the fight, right? Like, I mean, they they pop up some somewhat during the fight, but not really. Like, and judges don't have that, so it's not like I'm watching. I don't look at the stats during the fight. I look at it after to see if what I thought was actually happening. You know what I mean, Marcel? And it was in this case. It was a really close fight. Let me just it get these, co- these comments, guys, and then I'll I'll get it. Um, okay, so Beezer's talking about the. We'll talk about William Knight after. Uh, judges should have any contact with fighters so using refs. I agree completely. It's really weird. Thank you. No problem. He's part tackle going to firefight, risk getting knocked up for sure. But I'm just saying, like. You're right, Owen. We're right, but you know, no one's saying, no one's criticizing him actually for the for the fighting technical at all. We're just saying that the fight was close. I think that's all mm-hmm. we're saying. It was nice of Rogan to interrupt. I know, right? He says the guy had a broken hand when he didn't, right? I also like I love John Egg. I I did think I thought it was a little strange. I asked Cole, a really good friend of mine, like, did you think it was strange that he was answering his phone during the main event? He said, no, it's kind of normal, isn't it? I'm like, is it like to have a phone out like? I thought that would be something that happened no, in the they, pocket, but I mean, Dana said after the uh, on the presser that it was complete BS. That I know Joe, about the whole yeah, the yeah. Rogan. Yeah, that, that, we'll get into that later. Whitaker and Strickland. I would love that fight, Sweet Times. It's a great fight. I think UFC doesn't have anyone score fights to avoid more drama, possibly. But I mean, Bisping just you know, he's a good commentator, actually. I think Owen, but you know, I just think sometimes like the the scorecards are a little off sometimes with Bisping. But, like I think he needs to retrain himself a little bit on the rules. The you thing know, he's of- a bad commentator, a bad guy. No, no. That's the thing. Like he's going to be like, I'm a fighter. I know how it's fight scored. You do, but you should read the. I reread the rules once in a while too, just because yeah. it's nice to get a refresher, Marcel. And the rules do change over time too, guys. Remember Plus, that. the thing is, if you see, for example, Cormier always heavily favors takedowns when even there isn't yeah. anything done with the takedown. You know what I mean? So, so and, and that's because he's a he's basically he comes from a wrestling background. That's the so that's and, important. And the judges will have that bias too, right? Like a judge could have a wrestling or striking background. They might be biased towards that. I think even like fans fight or whatever. Like everyone's gonna have that inherent bias. But at the end of the day, yeah. there's certain rules of the way we scored the fights and I feel like they were ignored sometimes. Anyways, let's look at the stats. Again guys, you know I saw it's, that yeah it's easy to look at it after fact, right? So it's close. I mean first round obviously it is on your one, right? Doubled in strikes knockdown that's no one is denying that that round mm-hmm. is easy to score the second round you know 16 to 12 is not a big difference and then Whitaker had a takedown now I don't think he did much with a takedown that's my thing right he mm-hmm. got it really late I thought I saw he did more in that first four minutes and that it was too hard for Whitaker to overcome that's why I scored that round for him third round I saw had more takedowns again Whitaker had a takedown late or sorry more significant strikes guys sorry uh Whitaker had a takedown late but he didn't do anything with it so again I'd give that round to him like the second round's closer in my opinion right yeah fourth I round you look at the fourth round, the Whitaker had more strikes landed and he had to take down had that yeah. backpack control. That's his round. That is yeah. his round, guys. That's his round. In the fifth round, you know, I saw him three more strikes landed. It's not really a huge difference. And then Whitaker had the takedown, but he had a minute and 38 of control. So for me, it's like a minute and 38 of control probably outweighs those three extra strikes he landed. Yeah, so I again, agree. two of the judges had four and five for. For uh, for Whitaker, excuse me. That's what I had. I thought the two other judges I agree completely with first three and then bottom two. Again, you can make that argument for the second round, but you know that w- that was the the, the, it, the really. decisive round. Many yeah, people say round. the decisive yeah. round was the fourth round. I think it was the second. Yeah, it was. It yeah. probably was. Now that I look at it, right. So again, very close fight. And I, I kind of agree with this guy saying like you know in a close fight like that, you're right. If it's that close, that these judges, how close of attention are they paying? I'm paying super close attention to every yeah. fight, right? But are they? I don't know. Like, they might miss some of these strikes. And if it's that close, they can, you close. know, go the other way very easily and just say, you know, make a quick argument. It's all like, again, these are really tight rounds. But I just think at this level, you have to be a really, really good judge to judge these fights. Because mm-hmm. it's just, your people's lives are on the line, Marcel, right? And they're alive. Again, I'm okay with the scorecard, but I think it is worth deep diving deep into this one a little bit more. Go ahead. I think it's also uh, the thing like these judges still don't have video in front of mm-hmm. them. They still have to watch from one side of the octagon. That's hard. I, I don't get that. Like this or yeah. like this, right? Yeah, like I, I them... don't get that. You yeah, it's well, so stupid. I, this I is. I think in Nevada, they. I think they have a uh, like a TV in front of them. I yeah, think. you're sure because I saw sometimes. Yeah. I, I wasn't Houston this time, of course. Houston, but... I mean Texas. I understand where they're going to Texas. But Houston, it, we had a problem. Yeah. yeah, when you come here, there's there's issues <laughs> every time, guys. There's issues, and it's like. It gets old talking about, but like every time we'll get into those awful scorecards in a second. Oh god. Anyways, Rocket overall, scientists. I mean, listen, Asanya did what he had to do. He won the fight. He won me some money. I had him by decision, so I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, 
I wanted a little. I expected a little bit more. You know, Marcus. I don't think it's bad for me to say I expected a no, little bit why more. Not? I, I he mean, did yeah. enough to win, but it was like he just did enough to win, Marcel. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like it's like many of those champions when they're uh, are eventually getting two or three title defenses, they're gonna play it more safe. They do just enough to win the he, fight. He started you know doing I mean? the same thing. He was yeah. doing the same thing at the end yeah. of his career. And there's, you know, I understand it. You have to win fights. Remember, Izzy lost last year to Jan. He knows what losing is like. It sucks, and he's won both his fights since then. Yeah, I favor hands over Izzy. I mean, dude, I think it's a very interesting matchup, right, Marcel? Like, should he might I say be something? the guy that has the the kryptonite, right? Should I say something crazy? I of think course. it's called as Colby Covington is, is smart, and he goes to middleweight. He can challenge Adesanya for a title. See, and I mean for I real, Colby. I'm just not sure how big he is because he kept saying like Dustin Poirier's as big as me, and Dustin's like a foreign featherweight, right? So, yeah. uh, but I'm for real, sure. man, his wrestling can do it, and I think his striking is coming together as well. He's not going to get a third chance with Usman anytime soon, yeah. so it might be a smart idea. I, I'm just thinking out loud, right? Yeah, no, for sure. And this guy's saying the aid logo is saying he thinks that UFC producers are telling the commentators who to like promote almost. I mean, I I feel like that's I'm not sure if they're like they might be specifically telling. I can't say for sure. But they, mm-hmm. it, it, I think it's pretty obvious that they were they, they like Adam. Sorry, they just gave him a yeah. huge contract. They want to promote the guy, but you got to be fair. Whitaker's like I feel like Whitaker just got no credit in this fight. Like it just it sucks, right? Like he did that was one of his better performances. He lost, but it was still a great fight. And I just think he didn't get a lot of credit for it. Anyways, I think we're good for this. Plus, Any, one, one more else thing you want to say? Yeah, oh. one more thing. Yeah. People were laughing that Whitaker was saying like I think I won this fight. Guys, you got to see it like this, man. If a fighter fights a close fight. He always thinks that he won the fight because his strikes and his mind were more done more damage and were more significant than the strikes he absorbed from the guy who, who we fought, you know? Yeah. So that, that's not a weird thing, you know, that you think you won the fight. But it was close. It wasn't a robbery at all. I think it could have gone either way. So I think I, I'm okay with this, you know? Yeah, yeah the problem. decision's fine. It, it really could have gone either way. But I think I saw it, like I said, edges in the first three rounds. All right, Komi event. Bang, Marcel got this underdog right. Tied to Visa, guys. Woo! Got the shoey, did everything. I mean, listen, the first fight, first round was sketchy as hell. I mean, the guy was eating bombs against the fence, and I'm like, oh man, this is not good. But that second round, you know, Lewis, Lewis, he's like I said, guys, great fighter. But you know, last week, man, I kept telling you guys, I was warning people, like the guy's chain is not that great. It really isn't, Marcel. Six knockout losses now. You know, Ty's only been knocked out once. I don't know, man. I just again, Lewis is a good fighter. And he has amazing wins on his record. Lagano, Blades, Doc has great wins. But he has these kind of fights all the time, too, where he just lays an egg. And this was another one of those fights. Uh, you know you know what, though, Marcel? I think this is a really good result for the UFC, man, because they have a brand-new contender now, um, a guy who fans love, a guy who has huge knockout power. You could give Ty anyone at this point. You could give him a title shot. You can give him God. You can give him Stipe. Anyone, really, I think, at this point, because he just beat the number three guy and knocked him out. It's a huge win. Huge win for him. I made some money. Hope you guys are happy with it. Where were you, Marcel? Give me your thoughts on the fight. It was a hell of a fight. Great fight as long as it lasted. Yeah, we had an amazing uh, talk about this one after the fight. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a great performance by time, and He took some heavy yeah. shots in the first round from Lewis, and yep. he didn't went out. He took them, and the second round, beautiful place elbow. I saw people saying on Twitter, like, Lewis I've, faked the no. knockout. I was like, what the hell? No. What's wrong with you? You know, He's not going to fake a knockout in front of his own crowd. That's all it is every time. Yeah. If you lose but your bat, it must be fixed, right? Of course. Yeah, it's, of course <laughs> it's not fixed. Um yeah, Trivasa, man, he took this huge opportunity, man. I think he's 13th ranked, and he will probably coming into the top five uh, yep. tomorrow. So uh, the only thing what uh, worries me for Ty is that the top five is really a difficult thing for him, I yep. think, because the Lewis fight was kind of a 50-50 thing. That's what I'm I saying. Think. It's all matchups. Every yeah. matchup's different. This was yeah. a great matchup for Ty. It exactly. Really was. It was, because Lewis is also a guy who goes for the knockout, and Ty is as well. If you look at the division further, not saying the champion, for example, but Miocic, very complete guy, you know, a serial gun stays on the outside, has also a pretty good ground game, although people don't give him credit anymore for it because of the Nganu fight. Yep. You got Volkov, stylistically super difficult guy to fight as, as well. Blades, Blades, wrestler, even more awful, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it's a super yeah. difficult uh, uh, fight he's going to get next. But, hey, we'll see. I mean, I didn't expect him to win against Lewis. You did. So, hey, maybe uh, sky's the limit for the dude, you know? We'll see. And, I, and I let's, let's talk about how he came back after three losses. He was on the on uh, almost cut from the yep. UFC. And then he wins five in a row. I mean, yep. all with stoppage. Amazing. You know what? You know what? Now that I look back on it, I'm looking back at his run. Yeah. I have picked 
almost every fight of his career correctly, which is great. Actually, I think I picked them all correctly. So this is a guy I have a really good read on, guys, for some reason. There's some fighters that I suck at picking their fights. But this dude, I'm looking back at his record. I've picked every fight he's had correctly, Marcel. Nice. All of them, including the losses and the wins. So <laughs> although I think the Orlovsky fight, he might have he should have probably lost that one, right? Mm-hmm. Remember how close that was fight? Yeah. That fight was? But other than that, I mean, I remember when he went in the skate, I'm like, these are bad matchups for him. And now, you know, he's been on a roll. And I, I think there's improvements made, Marcel. The grappling, I know he got taken down, but the, he got back up, right? It was good. Again, it's all matchups. He's fighting another striker, a guy with a – I'm telling you guys right now, he Derek Lewis's chin is not great. He's got six knockout losses. It's just not great, you know? Ty's a tougher dude, and he, and he out-toughed him. But, you know, fight Stipe Miocic, Marcel, I mean, that that's a horrible fight for him, isn't it? Like, he's probably yeah. going to take it down. Gone seems like a bad fight. But, again, you know, he has that power, and he could put you out to one punch. So, I mean, yeah. I'm just happy for this guy. I really like him. I just think he's a really likable fighter, you know, Marcel? Like, he's just a great guy. And the, and the walkout song was amazing, right? So, it was, it was a good one. What's that again? Cindy Lauper, right? Yeah, Cindy Lauper. Girls just want to have fun. Let me get yeah. these comments. Uh, Daniel thought oddly comment too basic. Me too. I liked him a lot in this fight. Uh, timing. Yeah, it could be timing too. I understand. I don't know what's going on with Rick Friends. I mean, obviously, there's more to the story with the behind the scenes with the contracts. You know, Wynn doesn't like the shoey thing, but he's going to give uh, Ty some credit for moving camps. I mean, he has looked good. Props to Ty. Guy's good. Yo, good head movement too in this fight for the most part, except when he was against the fence. But he showed my, my, Marcel. Those were bombs. Lewis was landing on him against the fence, and I thought for a sec he was going to go out. Go ahead, Marcel. You want to say? I, I had to. I had to watch the fight back completely because when the fight started, I had to go to the toilet. Man, I was like, no, not right now. <laughs> you know, and I had to go. And then you, and then uh, you, you DM me. I was like. Okay, cool. But I, I didn't saw it. I still was I was refreshing my Twitter, man. I didn't saw it. And then when I came back downstairs, there was the the interview. I was like, damn. So I watched it immediately back. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a fun fight. I mean, it was a fun fight for as long as it lasted. Uh A Loco thinks that if Dawkins beats Blades, he can Ty could beat him. Yeah, I mean that would be a good fight. Again, you know, Dawkins I think Dawkins' chin isn't great either, guys. Like, I'll be honest with you. He's a great boxer, good power, but he's been knocked up a couple times too. I think Ty's just Ty's toughness is going to win him fights against guys that are, you know, pretty good fighters, but that have that slight crack in their chin, Marcel. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of a guy with a slight crack in his chin, Derek Brunson, Marcel, we talked about last week, you know, um, if he can't get the takedowns, which he did in the first round, if he can't get them, the fight stays on the feet, he's going to be in trouble. Now, I'll, I'll say this, he landed a big punch in that first round, dropped Canyon. I was, as someone who bet on Canyon, I was like, oh, shit, this isn't good. But once again, Canyon, man. Great cardio, great takedown defense in the second round, and, and the huge power with the elbows and the knockout. You know, it's a bad win for, for – sorry, it's a bad loss for Brunson because, honestly, it pretty much eliminates any chance he'll ever get for fighting for the belt. But for Cannonier, I mean, this is a massive win, and it probably puts him next in line for the belt. So it's interesting, right? One guy's going to probably fight for the belt. One guy's probably going to retire. It's, it's not like he has to retire, but Brunson said before this fight – I'll be honest with you, so as soon as he said – I have two fights left. You don't want to hear that from a fighter. You know what I mean? Like, you just don't want to no. hear that. So, it made me even Big feel better life. about Canyon. <laughs> did, 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 it, did it give you some pause when you said that? Did you think about switching the pick? Did you think about no, it? No, not not to be honest. I didn't. But I, I think it's a huge red flag, you know, because if you do that, uh, the UFC also might consider when you're winning not giving you a title shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, he, he started well, Brunson, you know. He took him down twice, I think. Then he knocked him down. Uh, almost had the choke, but yeah, he, he, bad luck for him that the, that the round was over, and, and gr- good luck for uh, for for Cannonier, you know. Yeah. But the second round, he looked completely off. I think he was heavily gassed so, somehow, and uh, Cannonier took over and some brutal elbows. That uh, even I think the 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 corner threw in the towel. The yeah, white did, towel. which is so, yeah. rare. We should talk about that. Yeah. Um, you don't see that often. Was it Henry Hoof that threw the towel in? I believe it was. Uh, right? One of the two coaches, so it could be Henry Hoof, but I'm not sure if it was Henry actually. I mean, I think it's good because honestly, yeah. uh, was it Kerry Hadley with the ref? He took like a yeah. few extra elbows. He didn't need to eat in the ground. I mean, it was brutal. Like mm-hmm. they go Derek, like you're lying in the ground half unconscious, and Derek Cannonier's on top of you going bang. Like, yeah, stop the fight. You want to kill the dude, man? It was always almost like blades against Overeem, right? It was, it, it, oh my god, that was that was brutal. Remember yeah. when he got up and his face was just all cut yeah. open? Oh god. You know, elbows on the ground are just so brutal. And it was nice to see back-to-back elbow wins. I love elbows. When I trained Muay Thai, like, one of my favorite things was the elbow, you know? Like, I just love it myself. So, <laughs> one of my favorite moves, I, always. And we got two elbow knockouts this card. All right, mm-hmm. so, anyways, Cannoneer title shot, right? Like, I think, I would guess, Yeah, right? for sure. I yeah. mean, he, I think Cannoneer might have been fortunate that 
Adesanya won the fight because if Whitaker would have won, we could would have seen the third. And then they probably would have Cannonier and Strickland, probably, right? Yeah, but I think yeah. Cannonier deserves it. But it's a very I mean, Dana said Cannonier is next, so it might be Strickland. So you know it's interesting. Not, like, could you, like <laughs> someone said Strickland versus Whitaker. I'd like that fight. If Whitaker wants to fight again, I think was it you saying last week I could see Whitaker retiring? You were saying that, right? Yeah. I think it's, it's possible. Like he looked in good spirits after the fight, but he might go home. He's got, I think, four kids. I think he's a yeah, young he guy. Yeah, and he yeah, might yeah. just be like, you know what? I did enough. I don't even want to do this anymore. I'm not sure. Like, because he got so close, and it's like, it, it, you know what? We've seen this a few times now. A couple of Colby and Usman, right? First fight was a knockout, second fight, yeah. barely lost. Uh Rose and Whaley, first fight in knockout, lost, second fight, barely lost. Seems to happen in these rematches, eh, Marcel? Like these fighters are so elite, they can make these adjustments that almost get them over the hump, but they just can't get there. And it's it's tough. Brunson said he retire after his next fight. If he, if he gets past Uri Hall's Andre, he needs next sense. He said that before he lost the fight in brutal fashion, though, John. So I wouldn't be surprised if he retired now. What is that? Uh, Mario Bautista has a new fight against Jay Perrin. This Are you week. kidding me? I uh, what? All right, I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't research it yet. I was going to do it tonight, but I was just doing the opening odds, and I I was kind of liking Bautista in that fight. He was he was like a pick and price against the, who was it again? The original. Uh -huh. Khalid Todd, uh -huh. I thought Batista was going to take that one. So I got to look at in this one now. Brunson tried to take a long layoff. Yeah, Perea, yeah. Uh, no, well, they're in different divisions, right? I was saying Alex Perea. Okay, Alex Perea. Yeah, yeah. It's not saying Michelle, Alex. Fight was like waiting, bro. kind of was actually, wasn't it? Once soon, you know, after he kind of got tired and fight was on the feet, got knocked out. All right. And Adam McCartney, nice call on this one, Marcel. I got to give you credit because you know what? This was like, this was a weird fight. And also the fact they got switched up at the last minute to the main card was so strange, eh? Was yeah. That, that was really strange. <laughs> It's like they listen to Alexander Hernandez complaining. Really that, yeah, normally they never do something like that, listening to somebody complaining about it. So, yeah. yeah I'm just, I'm, I'm a little confused why that happened. But anyways, um, also this guy saying Jay Perrin. Yeah. So Jay Perrin, he fought Dwight, uh, Dwight Joseph on Contender Series in 2019. I don't believe that guy was signed. He is a former Bellator fighter and he's on a two-fight win streak in CES and Cage Titans. So he has a win over Johnny Campbell and Kim Moy. Don't know a lot about the guy. I'm gonna have to look through his. I'm gonna watch his tape tonight uh, for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I really don't know much about him. I can't remember that contender series fight at the moment. I don't know who, who's Dwight Joseph actually. How <laughs> do I think about it? Who's that? I, can't, I, can't I thought it was Dwight that. Granford. Dwight Joseph. Who is this dude? Okay, so he won the fight and he he's only fought once since then. It's weird. He has he has, he's undefeated. He's not signed by anyone. That's really weird. He was okay. supposed to fight the uh, Ashik Ajim guy in the CES. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that that's supposed to happen. It's not gonna happen now. He was supposed no. to fight in two weeks, so he, he has been training. We know that. Okay, let's go to the next fight here. Like I said, um, McCaniel Hernandez, sorry. Uh, nice pick. Uh, and like I said, I mean, the guy's rear naked choke. I said it last week. I'm like, is it going to surprise if he submits him? No. It didn't really surprise me. It, it surprised me how easy it was, though. He dominated this fight, Marcel, for the most part, you know? Like, he knocked Hernandez down and then finished him, basically. I don't know if he knocked him down, but he hurt him bad with the punches. Hernandez now, Marcel, a lot of lot of stoppage losses. And I saw some, I think it was on Instagram or Twitter, and he said, like, he's got to, like, think about his future. He's mm -hmm. He hasn't been able to put together a win since he, his debut. Um, and now he's 5-4 and four in the UFC. I mean, he might, he'll probably get another fight. He's super young and everything. But, I mean, he's talking about retirement at age 29. That's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, listen, man. No disrespect to Hernandez, but I always felt like the Darius fight was a fluke. I said it for years. You have you know? been. I'll give you 100% credit. I remember arguing about that once. I think you're right about that now in hindsight, right? Yeah. I mean, also, I still don't know if Darius's chin is amazing, though, guys, because I remember no, betting on, Ram on him against Ramsey, Ramsey Nigel one time uh, in 2014, and he got knocked out brutally. And I was like, fuck. And so the, the chins always worried me a little bit, but mm -hmm. you're right. I mean, looking back, the results kind of fluky, right? So good call yeah. on that one, Marcel. Yeah, I mean, if, if, the thing is, I thought it would have been a super close fight. You know, I had difficulties with picking this one. You remember that? Yeah. I went with Moicano. You were also not sure with going with Hernandez, but you picked Hernandez. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a, a difficult fight to pick. And if you look at the fight, I think it started very, uh, very evenly. But at a certain moment, Moicano came more loose, you know, and the second round he completely took over. Uh, gr great, great punches and a great finish for a rear naked choke, you know, and I think yeah, probably the, the, the post-fight speech was even better, you know. <laughs> I love the post-fight speech. Yeah. You did get a bonus, though, because, you know, usually when they, do, when they do ask, they don't get it. Now, this guy, mm -hmm. 16 wins, Marcel, 7 by decision, 9 by submission, and all 9, I believe, are by rear naked choke, all 9 of them. So he does have an amazing rear naked choke. You um, know, go ahead. 
people forget this guy beat Calvin Cater and by using a, yeah and by using a lot of leg leg kicks as well and also yeah. he almost beat Brian Ortega he was in front two rounds I think you Dude, know I remember people were picking him to beat Aldo back in the day like a yeah. few years ago a lot of people thought he was going to win that fight you know yeah he, so, had to, he had those two big losses against Aldo and against Chan Sung Jung back to back you know and after yeah. that he pretty much fell down then he lost to FZF so many people were riding him off but do this good man you know he's, he's a good guy I still got questions about the chain I really do Same. but I do you know Hernandez was not the guy the right guy to pick against so it was, no. it was uh, in hindsight not a great pick now, the first fight, I mean, I feel like this was a pretty easy fight to call. Bobby Green against Nazar Hackpress. He won 30-27. Bobby Green, by decision, was always, like, the most obvious outcome here, and it cashed at plus 140, Marcel. I think this was a pretty easy fight to call. What do you think? Bobby Green looked great again. Is there someone who doesn't love Bobby Green? I mean... Man, the dude, I, I, I tweeted out, I remember writing an article about him in 2018 or 2019 that he was retiring, you know, yeah. and he came back on that decision. And he, since he won five out of seven fights and the two fights he lost, he was super competitive in, you know, so he has looked good uh, and amazing, man. I mean, his, his, his uh, striking, his distance, uh, keeping distance and striking his jab, his money every time he completely with his jab the whole time he went through. Hakparas defense, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, he touched him up. I think Hakparas did well in the first round. It was pretty even, although I still uh, gave green that round. Second, third round, completely green, you know. Uh, very good performance, very complete performance, man. And I mean, green, I, how can you not like the dude? You know, he's a veteran. He comes up, he shows, he, he's he's a showman, you know. He's an entertaining entertaining guy. and But he, with his show, he also shows you that he can fight and that he is willing to go hard in the fight and do the cardio for days man i love watching him i'm really really impressed yeah he's looked good and he's won two straight fights um he did lose to physio but again it was close and the boys yeah. fight was close i mean those are close decisions right so really you know he could be on like a seven fight win streak right now how do you had those decisions gone his way you know marcel like guy's solid go ahead also what i love he never he never tries to overdo something going for that knockout he lets it come he, he lets it yeah. flow you know and when it comes it comes if it doesn't come it doesn't come but it's not uh boring to watch it's super entertaining you know yeah yeah I, I, you guy you here i'm a big green fan <laughs> i like green too i've always liked him dude me yeah. and james had him on the party shop podcast in 2013 after he knocked out james cross a lot of people were like you know upset about the knockout because they thought it was a blow uh, to the, yeah, yeah bottom, i remember right? that. Like it was kind of controversial anyways we had him on the podcast after and we got, you know, tell him the side of the thing. And it was great. It was one of the better interviews. I'm not sure if those old podcasts are real. It was great. And, you know, he's like, I remember he said to me, he goes, I'm a fan of you now, man, because of the interview. He really liked me. So, you know, me and him, we, I don't know if he's, I don't, I don't know if he remembers me because it's been nine years, but mm -hmm. I still have him on Facebook as a friend and, and on Twitter. So I always have that respect for Bobby Green from almost a decade ago when we interviewed him and where we That's were cool. like, hey, you know, man, like we're, we're fans of you. And, and he said, we're fans of you to, to me and James it was awesome. It was really mm -hmm. cool. You always remember that stuff, Marcel. You know what I mean? Like yeah, those of kind of things stick out. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was really cool. Um, the only Darius get close to the UFC belt there. Hernandez knockout. Yeah, it was a that was a brutal loss. And he, but again, he's fighting Islam. He wins against the title shot, right? Green Marcano Green is a good fight. I mean, it makes sense. It just they're both on the same. It makes so much sense. Marcano Green is good too. Yeah, Hack Cross is not doing. You know, and, and I don't think Ali's doing his, his fighter uh, a service right now because he's giving him these really hard fights. Like you know, like he's got to give him a, a layup in this next fight. McKenna Green Gurham Hybrid. Yeah, I know that her or sorry, Herbert's got some uh, visa issues. All right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. Andre Lowski's V Stair Vandera. I mean, it was pretty competitive, but I thought Arlowski won the first two rounds. It was close though. Definitely a close fight. Um 29-28 is a good scorecard. Again, you like we'll talk about Robert Alexander in a second, <laughs> but he had it for Vantera, which you know, the second round was kind of close, I guess. But again, it's just a weird it seemed like one of those lazy scorecards where the first round one guy wins, and the second round you're like, it was close, I'll just tie it up. You know what I mean? Like that's we talked about this all the time, Marcel. I hate when they do this. Like Me too. It's the laziest way to score a fight. This fucker needs to be taken behind a barn and get got rid of him. This guy is never needs to judge a fight again in the UFC. We'll talk about the other fight in a sec, but this guy has no idea what he's doing. Let's just be honest. Um, Arlovsky won this fight. Go ahead, Marcel. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, Arlovsky won the first two rounds. What can you say more on? Vandera came back in the third. Yeah. Uh, that judge, complete fucking idiot. I mean, what the hell? You yeah, know, let's, let's I, just go I, to it. This I, is for the next fight, so we're going to talk about it. Yeah, might as yeah. well. Casey only defeats uh, Roxanne Mafia. Split decision. I mean, boom. Are you fucking kidding me, guys? How is this a split decision? This was 30 27 for O'Neill. That was the way to score this fight. She won all three rounds easily. Yeah. 
pieced apart Roxy in the feet, landed way more significant strikes. The takedowns Roxy had were like 30 seconds left. They did no damage afterwards, no like no no submission attempts, nothing. This is a clear 30-27, I think. Maybe you could give one round to Roxy. I think the third round, maybe, like if you're super generous. But mm-hmm. she, there's no way she won the first two rounds. No chance. And even the third round, I don't think you, you'd have to make a really convincing argument to me because she was just double up and strikes the whole fight, Mark. So how did she get a scorecard? I'm really confused by this one, but Robert Alexander has no business ever judging in the UFC after these scorecards. I want <laughs> – this was fucked. Are you kidding me? And here's the thing, guys. Someone out there bet on her to win a unanimous decision. They got completely screwed by this dumbass because it's a split decision instead. You know what I mean? So this guy needs to be investigated because how the hell do you have a scorecard with Roxanne Montefiore? And I'm sorry, guys. If you bet on Roxy and you said, oh, well, she lost a split, it was not a good bet, and she did not win this fight at all. It was 30-27 O'Neal all day. Every media member had it that way. These guys, really weird judging in this fight, but that 29-28 Roxy is an all-time bad scorecard. So bad. Give me your thoughts, man. <laughs> yeah, what can I say, man? It's almost like the Jack Hermanson against Sean Strickland, 48-47. I mean, well, I mean, you, you, this is not a sport about being generous to a fighter who retires. You know what I mean? It's, it's, he could have cost Casey O'Neill's undefeated record. You know, this idiot, if there was another idiot, because I think all three scorecards were bad. In my opinion, all three were shit. Look, 84% of the fans had it. 327. It was, every medium ever had 327. It was one of the easiest fights you could score ever. And these, again, the third round, you could make an argument. I don't. I don't like it, but you could. You know. The th- but the second the th- round. Yeah. Sorry, the first round. Yeah. The first round. The first- <laughs> How? The oh. thing. The thing is, these guys probably also know that Roxanne's last fight, and they were like, "Let's be a little bit generous." But you can't score a fight like that. You have to score a fight in a non-biased way. You know. And man, I mean, listen here. There was another good example. I know. It was, it was it's it's another fight where he had it for uh, Lewis. It was for Lewis. It was, right? Latifi should have, and, and many media members. No, had I it think for I might have scored that Latifi. fight for earlier. And that's why I said, guys, like, yeah. Derek sucks at fighting in Houston for some reason. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he barely got by that fight. Anyways, this guy sucks. I'm not going to give yeah. this guy more time. But the thing is, Marcel, I had to tweet. Hey, he's a rocket he, scientist. <laughs> that's fucked. I know Aaron said that, right? That's insane. <laughs> but like I said, Marcel, I know you, you uh, retweeted this because I know you agree with me. You're fucking over people's careers. Like, you, you're destroying yeah. people's lives. Because mm-hmm. if it's if one think about it, one round from these scorecards, if one other round went to Roxy's way, yeah, and it would have it would have tanked O'Neill's undefeated record. The hype's gone. It, she does the win bonus. It's just it's so bad for someone's career when this happens. So thankfully, you know these guys did have it for um for for O'Neill and and you know I'm gonna get, I'm gonna I'm gonna get your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching MMA for like 15 years, right? And Roxy's always been you know, one of the uh, long-tenured female fighters in the sport, been watching it for years, right? Yeah. What's with the media love affair for? Like, what's what's with it, Marcel? Like, I think it's way too biased. Like, I think the media was way too biased towards her uh, this whole week, saying how much they like her and, like, how great she is. And, like, you know, let's give her fight of the night, like, give her a bonus to end her career. No! No, let's not do that! And let's not give her a round she didn't deserve to win. Mm-hmm. She's a tough girl. She had a really good career overall. But she did not win this fight, and she did not deserve a bonus at all. So I'm just saying, Marcel, there's a huge love affair in the media. It's like some media members really get on, they really get on these fighters, certain fighters, and it's like Roxy, <laughs> universally loved. I think she's a good fighter, but I don't love her. She's just a fighter to me. Stop being biased, guys. Go ahead, Marcel. I got, I got to be honest, man. That's also really bothering me. I, I think I said it uh, in, in the in, in the how do you say that in the in the chat. Yeah, uh, and 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 the, and the chat with Discord. James last time, yeah. the Discord chat with James. Many as mostly new media. You can be media and rooting for fighters. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You know, and I root for fighters. And 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 the how do you say that? Uh, back in the day, but I wasn't media back then. You know, and yeah. it's almost like ten years ago. You know, yeah. but yeah. you can do that. And I see it in many. Before, for example, when a fight gets announced, I see guys like uh, in their story or on Instagram. Let's go, blah blah blah. You can't do that. It's stupid. You know, you yeah. can't be biased. You can be a fan of somebody, but yeah. keep it keep it private, you know, or set tell, you can tell your best friends, you know, Adam knows who I like, for example, you know, but I will never, uh, that will never influence my, uh, my post 
or my my work I put out, you know, you can't let that influence the work you put out. You, I so, just think there's this huge love affair for Roxy. I just don't mm -hmm. understand it really. Why? Because she gave you guys a nice interview? Come on, guys. Like, what were the other fighters that did interviews with you? you know uh, what I mean, like, I just think it's weird. Nothing disrespectful. I think Roxy is great. You know, this is not, this is, uh, for me, it's an example, example in yeah, general, yeah, yeah. you know? So yeah. I think you, you guys, and I mean, it's the, the, the media gotta be not biased at all. And, you know, I understand that Roxy gets a little bit more uh, media because of its last fight, but Casey really got like, Almost nothing, I think. Yeah, you know? and people, and, the crowd booed her afterwards. Yeah. Why? Because she won the fight and pretty much dominant. I don't get it. I'm really confused by this. I, I, I wouldn't have reacted like Casey did, but I can't understand it, you know. She was pissed. Uh, yeah, she was pissed. And I can't understand because she's been re respectful to Roxy, in my opinion, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, what can you say about Anyways. it? I, I think we said a lot, enough about it, to be honest. I mean, I, I did, agree with Gwen. I mean, I would never do the media rankings. Um, I just think it's stupid. Like, they need to have, like I said, I've been saying this for years, guys. Sean Shelby, Mick Mayer, give your fucking rankings. We don't need to see, all due respect, Brian Heminger is another guy, MA Oddsbreaker, yeah. the rankings. I love Brian, great guy, but I'd rather see Mick Maynard's rankings than Brian's. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, I don't really care about Brian's yeah. about the rankings. I mean, you know? No offense, Bellator, Brian, because I really like the guy, but I'm just saying. I think, like, I think the Belter rankings are even more awful. I mean, I mean, Amy Kaplan is in it. I mean, it can be good. So, uh, there are, uh, yeah, for uh, I, I, said you. Know, I, I hate using Brian's example, but he does work for our website. So, like, really, I'm throwing, no, I'm not throwing the website under the bus. I'm just criticizing the, the paneling. I don't like it. And there's only like 10 people doing it, too. So, the rankings don't mean much, guys. Remember, there's like 10 people, and some of them don't even really cover the sport that full time. You know, yeah, that's Brian, a big problem. To give Brian well. credit, he actually does cover this. He does know the sport. He does. His picks are good. He won the pick pool last year. He knows what he's yeah. talking about. But some of these other guys, Marcel, I didn't really know who they were. And I covered the sport for 50, almost 50. Well, not sorry. I've covered the sport for 12 years, not 50. I'm watching 15. Glenn, uh, regular issue here, Texas. Yeah, I know. They, they suck. Why can't Dana rant about rest on charges? No idea. Not sure. I don't even know if Dana watches these prelims, though. Let's be honest with you. Like, he's such a busy guy. I don't even think he watches the prelims sometimes, guys. UFC should go to yeah, I, I, Marcus. I think you're right there too. Like um, Fight Matrix is a, a computer system. I think they. I'm not sure if they're still around, but I know they had um, like it's an unbiased way of looking at the, the fights because it's numbers, right? Mm -hmm. Remember, guys, uh, facts are facts. You know, I had to argue with the guy today. I said, I, I'm not. You know, I respect the guy's opinion. I respect anyone. You know, his opinion. But I said, you know, Chad Mendez is fighting this weekend. I said, you know, great fighter, but that chin has never been good. And the guy's trying to argue that he had a good chin. I'm like, no, he didn't, dude. No, he doesn't. You know, like he's been knocked out a lot. And yeah, he's been knocked out by good fighters, but there's a reason he retired twice because, you know, all those knockout losses add up. Anyways, just an, just an example. Uh, I was ranked by Belt. That's so funny. This guy was ranked by Belter. Kyler Phillips by submission, Marcel. I called that one, man. Plus 500, plus 550. I mean, hope you guys cash that one. That was the biggest, um, you know, prop that I hit in this card. And I know some of you guys. Definitely tailed me on that one. You know, Marcel, it was such an easy fight to call. Phillips was always going to win. But again, the question was, how did he win? And it was, you know, leaning towards the decision there. But as soon as he got the fight through ground, he gets that arm triangle arm bar. Nasty submission. This fight should have been on the main card. No idea why I got bumped down. But great finish by Phillips. Again, Marcel, plus 550. I hope you guys cash on that one. Give your thoughts. Yeah, you know, I love Carla Phillips, man. I think he's a great fighter. I think he sh he should get a top 15 guy next, you know. And I think people forgot what he did to Song Yadong, you know. Um, he won against Song Yadong, and then he lost to Paiva in a fight that could have been a draw, I think. Should have maybe been a draw, you know. And um, he got taken out of the rankings. Not taken out, he just got bumped off the on, out of the rankings because other guys got in it. But um, dude is good, you know. He has good striking. I like his ground game. Um, and I think... The UFC is not heavily invested in him, but they should. You know, I think he has also uh, he has a good personality as well. You know, I think they should be more invested in him. For example, his teammate Sean O'Malley he gets all the praise, all the highlights. I think Kyle Phillips is a great fighter as well. You know, and I've really been impressed what I saw from him lately. I th I think he he is a really complete fighter. He he only guessed. And in, in that Paiva fight, you know, that's that's pretty much what was the problem, you know. I think you look good against Rojo, but we got to be honest. I think there were not many people picking Rojo in this fight. No, you know, I think no many people. Rojo, and that's what I'm saying. No. That's why you have to take advantage of fights like this, guys, yeah. where you know one guy's going to win. We knew Kyra Phillips. So how does he win? And that's how you get those big prop numbers, plus 550. And I really hope some of you guys tailed it. I know people were um, – I know Cole messaged me. He said he hit it. So I'm really happy that some people – um, kind of caught on because again, the four submission losses to Rolo, that was the way he probably lose, right? Uh, literal, mm -hmm. hey buddy, uh, he says Phillips is amazing, only the, the weakness is cardio. I agree. I mean, it's the thing is, like, all the moves he does are so explosive, right? Marcel, like, he's such a 
sorry guys, I had the screen open. He's so explosive, um, you know, with his finishes. That or not with the finish, just the way he fights. You know what I mean? With the in and out, the, but the movement, the footwork is beautiful. I can't imagine how good the sparring sessions are to watch between him and Sean O'Malley. You know, like the footwork must be amazing to watch. Um, the last fight on the um, the pre the televised prelims, Carlos Alberg defeats Fabio Chiron, thirty twenty seven. It was a shitty fight, honestly. Um, Chiron needs to be cut. This guy has no business being in the UFC. Just a bad fighter. I mean, this guy's looked terrible yep. in the UFC. I'm not trying to be mean, guys, but not everyone should be in the UFC, and this guy does not belong in the UFC level. I said it before the fight. I said it before his UFC debut. I said it now, Marcel. This guy's done with the UFC. He's going to be released, I think. What do you think? Uh, you did hear what Henry Hoof said against his coach? What do you say? Against Albrecht's coach. He said, I'm sorry, guys. Our, our guy didn't show up. It was a shit fight. He did nothing. That, that, he walked backwards for 15 minutes. It was awful to watch. He's getting caught, Marcel. We, I, I was talking uh, with uh, Dennis, who is a guy from the podcast I do, a yeah. Dutch podcast, and he's like, Henry Hoof is very hard to a fighter when he thinks he doesn't do or perform the way he should perform. He didn't try. And he, he didn't did, even try. And he didn't even try. Yeah. And yeah. he was super upset. Uh, I think uh, Dennis interviewed Hooft after the after event. So I will let you know what he actually said about him. But yeah. uh, well, because it's in Dutch. But um, yeah, I mean, Alberg didn't also look great, but he no. fought smart. He fought from the outside. He picked his shots, you know, and Charant didn't do anything there, you know. So for Alberg, it was like, I can do this for three rounds and I win a decision. That's yeah. pretty much what he did, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, sure, I think Sharon is gone. I, I feel bad for him, but he is. He, he lost a contender series fight. Uh, then he won the LFA title against Myron Dennis. Uh, and then he got signed and lost three in a row, where, where from two via knockout, I think. Yeah. No, one submission, one knockout, and now the decision, which was very one-sided. So, it didn't look good, you know, and he missed weight in one of those three fights as well. So yeah, it doesn't look good for Sharant. I feel bad for the dude, but hey man, I mean, I agree with you, Adam. It's it's probably not he's not gonna come back. It's not UC caliber, guys. Not ever yeah. this is the best, like this is the best fighters in the world. And if you're not yeah. that level, and this guy's not, you're gone. You know what I mean? So he's out. I, I could think of you know, there's gotta be like 10 other light heavyweights out there. Like actually in PFL Challenger series, I was writing the opening odds. Josh Silvera should be in the UFC over this guy. They sh- that they signed the wrong LFA champion. They should have signed Josh Silvera, not Fabio Sheron. All right, let's go to the prelims, the early prelims. Uh, one of the best fights in the card. I mean, could have easily been fighting the night. Ronnie Lawrence defeats Leo uh, Mama Martinez by decision. Um, again, you know, the scorecard from Mike Daltran is stupid. 29-28. Kind of a lazy scorecard, Mike Daltran. Come on, man. And again, guys, I don't I'm not gonna completely blame him because he's refing and judging at the same time. It's very hard. Or like, you know, fight after fight. What did you at? I had 29-27. <laughs> you know what I had, Marcel? 28-26, I think, because I think okay. I had three 10-8 rounds or something. Oh, like, it was okay. really weird. Yeah, because yeah, I think I think you could have get or sorry, the last two rounds were 10-8, I think. I can't remember yeah. what it was, but I sorry, I have to look back at my scorecard, but I had at least one 10 round, if not two, I believe. I think you can make the argument there's three, but I think the last the second round, I think, for Lawrence was the 10-8. Yeah. And then the third round, I think you give 10-8 for Mano. I think you can because let's look at the stats for this one again, guys. Um, it was a great fight. Five knockdowns. How often do you see that? Yeah, I think I think 10-8 in the, in the second and third are okay for different fighters, which is insane, right? Go ahead. Yeah, can you share, share screen MMA decisions, what the people I want to see? I want to look at the stats first, and then I'll look at the, yeah, the, the for sure. Scores. So the stats, look at this, five knockdowns. So first round, Ronnie Lawrence won the round. <laughs> second round, he had two knockdowns and three takedowns and Four minutes of control. Obvious 10-8. Third round, two knockdowns, guys. Two knockdowns is huge. Now, he was Lawrence, almost finished. Yeah, yeah, Lawrence did have two takedowns, right? Kind of evens it out. I get that. But for me, this number right here is one of the most important numbers you'll find in the fight. Because I think a mm-hmm. knockdown, almost every time if you knock a guy down, you're going to win the round. You know, and, and if you get two knockdowns, usually you're getting a 10-8 round. You know, again, it's MMA, so it's not boxing. So the takedowns come into play. So I'm okay with if you get 10-9. It's understandable. I'm just saying. There's an argument you can make for 10-8 round, Marcel, in that third round. You definitely can. So, yeah. anyways, Ronnie Lawrence won the fight. No no doubt about it. I love this guy. He is an amazing fighter. I didn't know he had the power to drop this dude. Look at the scores. Yeah, so, again, I don't like that scorecard, 29-28. I just, or sorry, it's right here. I don't like it, you know. Um, these are fine. You know, these are good scorecards. And, again, if you want to do 20, it'd be 8. So, it'd be 28-27, I guess, would be the, the score. I have no problem with that. Let's see what the fans scored it. Yeah, see, some, some people did actually have it that way. Everyone had it for Lawrence, obviously, you know. And mm-hmm. again, Marcel, most people had 29-27. So that seems to be the most common scorecard in that fight. And I think that's a good scorecard. I'm just saying that third round, you can you can make an argument for 10-8 for Mana. You can, right? Yeah. So because he almost finished him, Marcel. Anyways, great fight. I thought it could have been fight at night until you know we got to uh, another fight. We'll talk about it in a second. 
Jacob Malkoon and AJ Dobson talk about this one quickly. I mean, I was wrong about this one, guys. I'm gonna admit it right now. This was not my, you know, this I started off so bad in this card. I was like, oh fuck, this is gonna be one of those bad nights for me. <laughs> like literally, that's what I thought. I was like, oh no. But then the rest of the night almost went perfectly. So I was like, okay. I ended up after like going like what two and one and four or one and three to start. I went like like 10 and one or something, 10 the card. So it went okay. But my god, like it didn't start off well. And and this fight. I'm not saying I didn't expect Malkoon to, 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 to use the wrestling if the fight got the first, because I think we both talked about the cardio being an issue with Dobson. I just thought this guy's chin was not going to hold up, and it did. So, got to give this guy credit, man. He gets knocked by Phil Hawes in 18 seconds, comes back and, and beats Dobson, uh, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan, who are hard-hitting guys. So, he's really underrated fighter. Give me your thoughts quickly on this one. Yeah, man. I, Dobson couldn't prevent the takedown. That was pretty much the deal in the second yeah. and third round. The third round, he quit, and he won. You know what, round. though? I got to give Malkin credit for those takedowns, man, because he yeah. kept going, Marsh. He doesn't stop, right? Go ahead. Yeah, but not the, really the most fan friendly fight I ever saw, you know, but he got the win. And he did pretty much what he did against Al Hassan, took him down and, uh, and did what he had to do, you know. Um, Good win for Malkun. I don't think it brings him any f- much further in the division because I don't think the UFC is really happy with wins like that. But it's a win. You know, it's a good win. It's a win against an undefeated guy who did look really good in the contender series. So, um, yeah, we'll see what's next. You know, he will be probably fighting on another Whitaker card, you know. Let's give this guy some credit. You know, against Abdul Razak yeah, sure. 8 of 24, he landed in takedowns. That's really impressive. They had 12 minutes of control. In this fight... Six for 16 with nine minutes. Like, he doesn't stop coming. He's, this guy's cardio is insane. It's insane, guys. I can't believe how good this guy's cardio is. And his toughness looks like improved somehow. So he's he's a pretty underrated guy, man. And I'm, I've am i been wrong about him. I I think I'm – well, I picked Phil Haas. So I'm, I'm one and two on this guy's fights. I'm not great at picking this guy's fights. That's what I'm saying. Like, Taiju Visa, I can pick his fights great. This guy, ugh. This guy's tough to pick. Yeah, Dobson's not bad. I think the first round he was stopping the takedowns. But, again, you know, after that – yeah, it's true, Matthew. You're right, Matthew. You're 100% right. So many fighters getting cut. Yeah, I know. Alberg, you're right. He needed so many guys got like two weeks ago. I caught at 0 and 2. I like that. Uh, I'm going to watch PFL. I, actually, I'm not sure if I'm going to watch PFL. Bellator, Bellator is on Saturday on the UFC at the same time, which is just stupid. I mean, why would you do that to the fans? You know, I say that all the time, Marcel. All the weeks, all the days of the week, and you pick at the same time and day as UFC, Marcel. This makes no sense. Green's been looking amazing, Matthew. Hope everything's well with you, too, man. Um, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. I mean, this fight was fucking insane. This fight was fucking crazy. No problem with this winning fight of the night. I do think it's a little weird that Morozov gets rewarded with 50000 despite losing when all those guys had finishes and they didn't get a bonus, but the fight was amazing, so I don't really have an issue with it, and really, the UFC should have given out more bonuses on this card. They're being cheap. Um, like, this fight and Lawrence Martinez should have been fighting, I think, but this fight was insane because the first round, you know, it was complete domination. I remember you tweeting, like, man, this guy's getting his ass kicked right now. Like, it was bad. Like, Takedown, knockdown, everything. Then something happened, Marcel, in the fight. Second round, completely different fight. Like three knockdowns by Silva and then finishes by submission. I think it's his first submission in like 10 years or something. Like has an amazing post-fight speech, amazing interview, wins the bonus. This is like, even though he's 36, this is like one of those star-making performances somehow. Like, I was blown away by this guy's performance in the comeback. <laughs> amazing, amazing, Marcel. You've got to give credit to a guy. And I I was I would have never picked this fight the way it predict the way it, uh it panned out. I thought more would <clears throat> win by decision. I never thought it would play out like this. Give me your thoughts. So by the way, it's the second uh, bonus in a row. He won performance of the night last time oh. against Pirello. Um yeah, man, he can a great comeback. What can you say? First round, I think I had a 10-9 for Morozov, but could have been 10-8. It could have been 10-8, I think. Yeah. Uh and then <laughs> it completely turned around. I think Morozov uh, went a, bit, a little bit flashy, and Douglas Asilva de Andrade, he, he tagged him pretty good a few times, and it completely turned around, got his back, choked him out, didn't tap out. Um, yeah, great. And the thing is, you got to have two fighters to have a fight like that, so I don't have a problem with the 50k, but I agree with Adam. You'll see being cheap again, man. I mean, this yeah. is a pay-per-view. You can, buy the, you can give these fighters a little bit more. I mean, there were so, so many good finishes on this card. Many guys actually deserve the, the yeah. extra cash, in my opinion. And for example, I know the UFC sometimes says like, "Yeah, we will give him a little bit extra." And then I see uh, somebody who got a little bit extra, and it's like seven k. It's like, hmm, it's not okay. Stupid though, it's like there was bonuses used to be higher, guys. Ever since Endeavor took over, they went to fifty thousand straight because they used to give it like sixty-five, seventy. They gave Diego Sanchez and Martin Campion one hundred and thirty thousand, I think. Remember that Marcel for that fight? And they gave really? him a ton of money. Uh, do you yeah. remember one one hundred twenty nine thousand? Yeah, and the, the, the UFC one twenty nine. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. UFC one hundred was one hundred thousand. Like 
why do they have to be cheap? Like, I don't get it. It's just really stupid. And again, if those guys have that extra incentive, like they're going to perform better performances. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Andrade is solid. I'm going to get Andrew's question now. He's talking about Blood Diamond. All right, so this was the only pick I regret, obviously, guys. Let me get into this one. So really, I wasn't planning on picking him at all, right? Like I was like, man, Wells would probably just take him down and beat him, which is exactly what happened. I should have listened to my initial instinct. And honestly, most of the time in the sport, your initial instinct will be correct. But mm-hmm. lately I've been having like success by these close fights where I'm like a little bit unsure about the new, like a newer fighter and I'll watch the tape and I was impressed by the striking. I thought if it stays standing, you could win. I was wrong. But again, at plus 200, I don't feel bad about it. You know, it was a, it was a shot in the dog. So shot in the dark on the dog. So for me, it's, 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 it is what it is, but obviously this guy's not ready for the UFC and the ground game is not there. Having said that, I mean, I still think Jeremy Wells is just a hard matchup for a lot of guys. So I think Blood Diamond might get one more fight. You know, if he loses that, though, they got to send him away. Andrew, I think you said LFA. That makes sense. Um, clearly a too hard of a matchup, Marcel. This is the only pick where I actually regret it. Like, Maku, E. Dobson, I wouldn't have picked that. You know, like, or Andrade winning. But this one is one you I were, should have went the other way on. Go ahead. You were almost lucky with Wells uh, slipping. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, yes, this is my chance. No, that was one of the dumbest things I've seen. What was he even what the doing? Hell? I, yeah. Wells is good, man. I mean, we, yes. we like Wells. I like the guy. Mm. I told you, Marcel, I, I don't know why he switched. I really don't. <laughs> it is what it is. You know, I like I, too much tape watching on the kickboxing. You know, it's not a kickboxing fights. The MMA fight knew that. Mm. Should have known better. Anyways, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, Marcel, all the, the picks, uh, I got four wrong. This is the only one I, I, I shouldn't have went the other way on. But which four you got? Is. Which four you got, Ramar? I also got Andrade, Malkoon, and then uh with Kanyo, so and i would have well, been I, a pick up on the on the rest of the team right that, that, that's, that's the issue so Mal- malcoon yeah um which one? Malcoon, uh yeah uh davis or, or none davis um lewis i got wrong yeah and uh and uh, the the one can then you against bronson yeah exactly right. so i think i think 10 and 4 is a great record i'm still in first place in the staff picks by the way guys yeah so I'm having a really good, it's like nice. it's been a good start to the year having said that last year i also was in first place for like the first few months and they ended up like middle of the pack. So and, and, and then Brian got every event 10 1. Brian two. is just <laughs> he can be he can go on some hot streaks. All right, last fight. Maxim Grishin defeats William Knight. Uh wins a decision here. I mean, listen, like fight wasn't great. It was actually a pretty bad fight. You know, first two rounds for uh for uh, Knight, third round uh, sorry, Grishin, second third round for Knight, maybe or third round Grisham, I guess. It doesn't really matter. You know, the guy lost not only that, but he showed up 12 pounds overweight. They shifted the fight up in weight class. Uh, William Knight now is two and two in the UFC. Sorry, two and sorry, three and two in the UFC. So he'll get another fight. But I told you guys the Dow and Jung fight worried me about the size and the size played it. Mar- Marcel, it looked like a middleweight with big, with a lot of muscles against the legitimate heavyweight. Honestly, that's what it looked like to me. If there's a way for this guy to lose, all, like someone's got to tell him, put the dumbbell down, put the barbells down, bro. You don't need to keep lifting. Like he doesn't need all this muscle, Marcel. I don't think he needs it at all. Mm-hmm. And I just think William Knight is really hurt, holding himself back in, in ways, guys. Like I think if he just turned to a lean dude like like a Jerry Cannonier and went to 185, he he would have a ton of success. Heavyweight, he is he's not going to win any fights in the UFC heavyweight. I, I don't think. My heavyweight, he'll win a few. I don't think he'll win any fights in heavyweight. And 218 is the worst weight miss in UFC history. Can he even make 205 again? I don't even know. It, it, it gotta say it was a short notice fight, but still, there's a lot of weight, you know. And uh, I mean, Russian Felder did well, and he got the win. So yeah, yeah it wasn't a great fight. He does look at Paul Felder actually good call. Wells pulled a Jared Ellenberger, yeah, a little bit when he got stuck against uh, Masvidal. That was bullshit though. His foot got legitimately stuck in the fence, and yeah, it should have been a no contest, Marcel. It was like a cage malfunction, Super right? Weird, he couldn't yeah. get his foot out. It wasn't his fault, really. Uh, Grisha got screwed by being pushed the bomb. Dude, I agree. They put him. They switched up the card after the weight miss, and they put. Grisham in the first fight, which a lot of yeah. people didn't watch, obviously. Sorry, not many people watched. And then um, the Phillips and Rojo. I mean, to be fair, more people watch them, I think, on ESPN than on pay-per-view. But there is that prestige of being on pay-per-view, and you are more likely to get a bonus on pay-per-view as well. So mm-hmm. I think they got a little bit screwed there. Anyways, um, hey, Joe, what's going on, man? Go back and watch the replay, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, because he just came. We're going we're gonna to get yeah. out of here in a second. I got my bowling league in 45 minutes. I got to go in soon. <laughs> we got uh, A. Locus says he likes Jacob versus Petrovsky or Maximov. Uh, oh, Malkoon. Yeah, you know what? I think Petrovsky, that's a great fight because – or Maximov because they're both cardio machines. Petrovsky's not a cardio machine, but he's just super strong. That'd mm-hmm. be a good fight. Um, you know, overall, Marcel, I think it was a really good event. Uh, I, had, I enjoyed watching this card. Um, for the most part, it was a good night. What'd you think overall? I gave it a seven out of ten, so I think it was a good, good, good yeah, event. it was a solid card. So, this uh Saturday, guys, we have UFC Vegas 
48 Walker versus Hill. And we're going to get those 15 fights tomorrow. Tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern. Can't do it today, guys. Can't do it today. <laughs> oh, hype. You know what, man? I actually was amazing at bowling two years ago before the pandemic. We have not bowled. My average was 215 two years ago. Now I'm in the 180s. It's really bad, but I have not bowled at all like for the last two years. So I am pretty good, but the last two years has been bad. It's just something I do like only once a week now. I'm not really uh, super into it. I have a kid now, right? So like <laughs> at night, Marcel, I'm, I'm usually with my kid, and that's the way I like it, to be honest with you. Anyways. Tomorrow, guys, we'll be here at 5 p.m. Eastern. We're going to break down UFC Vegas 48. Really looking forward to talking about this car with you, Marcel Walker Hill, main event. Uh, we'll probably touch on Bellator as well, and we'll touch on PFL Challenger Series as well. So should be a good show tomorrow, guys. Uh, we'll be here for an hour then at 5 p.m. Eastern, guys. Hope you have an amazing uh, rest of your night. Be back with Marcel then. Talk about UFC Vegas 48, Walker Hill.